Good evening. Good evening. Good evening, Emma. How are you, lady? I'm good. How are you? Oh, I, I, thought, am... I, I thought I'd be able to see you. <laughs> no, 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 no. You won't be able to see me. We're just doing our voices here. <laughs> yeah, because um, I know with, with StreamYard, it allows you to like record audio and video. You can Mm -hmm. So you can see the person, but use the audio later. But anyway, yeah, that's fine. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. gotcha. Well, no, I'm not on camera and all that other jazz today. <laughs> but um, I'm uh, excited about our talk uh, today. And I'm excited that you also accepted my invitation um, to come and talk a bit more about soul create care and the work that you do in the kingdom as it relates to the souls um, of women in particularly. Um, so we're going to dig in. And so again, welcome to the uh, Chicks Chat podcast here. And I'm Zakia Kyles, uh, your host. And this is the place where uh, we talk uh, kingdom, but we don't talk kingdom um from the perspective that you may be accustomed to hearing it, but we talk kingdom from those things that matter uh, for women who are kingdom minded and are kingdom bound. And so we are excited and delighted that you have joined us this uh, time in your day. And uh, our prayer is that we hope that you will gain something uh, from this podcast that will help you to go on uh, to live a very fruitful and a very bountiful life. And so uh, I am excited to share with you uh, a little bit about our uh, guest today on the Chick Shack podcast. Um, she is, she is um, one of uh, the ladies who participates in uh, our collaborative that we have uh, through the Soul of a Coach. And um, I've just been very blessed to be able to meet so many wonderful women uh, that the Lord is using in many uh, unique um, and out of the box ways. And definitely FY is no uh, exception to that. She, she is FY Orleans Lindsay, and she's a believer and a follower of Jesus Christ. She's a certified soul care practitioner and coach with a master's in public health mandated by God to heal souls. Looking back at her life, she realizes that for years, she felt like she was an imposter. She was trapped in a hamster wheel contained in self-made boxes and fortresses. I'm sure many of us can relate to that, relegating herself to live within them. So, however, she wanted to be free, but did not know how, but God did. He led her through divinely orchestrated circumstances to those he had prepared to help her to be free. Little did she know that the encounters were the beginning of her healing journey, her soul care, her journey to kingdom. She's now truly a free woman, healed, continuing to heal, growing and allowing herself, her true self, to be vulnerable, to be whole, to be authentic, to be loved by God and to love unconditionally. And so, if you want to find out a little bit more about Lady FY and the work that she does, be sure to jump on over to her website at journeytokingdom.com. Again, you can find out more about FY and her soul care work at journeytokingdom.com. 
So FY, you ready to get into this conversation, lady? Sure. Thank you for having me, Zakia. <laughs> awesome, awesome, awesome. So um, one of the reasons I felt that this conversation is necessary because we live in a day and time, and I think a lot of it has to do with uh, what uh, many people experience during the pandemic. I, I noticed that um, the word in particular we're going to start off with talking about self-care, which most people have an idea of what it is, but we hope to even give you better insight as we talk about self-care today. But as the pandemic uh, approaching, as we were in that thing, you know, dealing with the, the the heaviness of it for like two years and, you know, and even at this, this juncture, we're not necessarily out of it. Um, there's more and more talk about self-care, doing things, you know, for yourself. You know, um, we, you know, we often see people hashtag self-care, you know. Um, however, um, if I can say this, I see a whole lot of things that are are <laughs> shallow, shallow, um, and that may also seemingly be uh, fleeting. And as I began to ponder uh, a bit of what um, the differences are when it actually comes to soul care, uh, God gave me some, some distinct things that I would love to kind of share a little bit more about the differences when it comes to soul care. And we're going to they uh, talk about uh, this, um, but this is just going to help us jumpstart our conversation. Uh, the first thing is, um, is let me define how uh, God gave me self-care. Um, while self-care is good, please do not, please do not think that I'm bad-mouthing self-care. And if that's where you're at right now, that's where you're at, sis, and that's okay. But we hope to give you something else to think about by the end of this conversation. Self-care leads us to external things, normally temporary things, uh, happy things. And we all know that, you know, in order for us to be happy, there has to be some happenings, some occurrences, things that will only need refilling, redoing, rejuvenating, and even resetting after they have faded, faded away or have worn out over time. They're always are going, self-care is always going to require you to re-up own as well as in all accounts of the things that most of us see people talk about when they're talking about self-care. On the other hand, soul care leads us to look inside. And it leads us to look inside ourselves for things that are going to nurture us and and not just the not just the woman and the external things that are associated with our our, our femininity or our womanhood, but they are the things that, that help to meet some of our needs, our longings, our thirsts, our hungers and desires uh, that we have, for instance, like that of like identity, that of validation, that of affirmation and confirmation. And so wanted to start this conversation off with this. So you could basically have an idea of the framework in which we are talking about things for um, as you are listening to this. And so, um, FY, what I would like for you to do is to tell us a little bit about, in your own words, and with the people that you work with, what exactly have 
you define soul care as? Ooh, the mystery of soul care. Um, so what I begin to tell people about soul care is that, you know, just the brief, we don't hear when someone passes, we hear may their soul rest in peace. Have you ever heard anyone say, may their bodies rest in peace? May their minds rest in peace. It's like, you know, we're a soul. A lot of us, including myself, you know, at some point just looked at ourselves as just a being. Um, mm. And that's who we are. But God has defined us as a soul. We're created in the image of God, according to Genesis 127. Yeah. So that's where the foundation begins. Um, that the soul lives within this body. We are the soul. The body is just, I don't want to get into, you know, sometimes people be like, oh, it gets really weird. But, you know, kind of we're a capsule. And for us to function, we have to have a soul and a spirit. We can't, you know, going back to the dead body, when the soul leaves the body, the spirit leaves the body, it doesn't function. Mm. And so, it highlights the need to take care of that because we spend so much time taking care of the external, you know, wow. what do I look like? Um, my nose is too big. I want to get a nose job. My butt is too big. My, my hips are too wide, whatever. But in the end, when you're laying in that casket, no one's looking at that. Everyone's talking about, Oh, how the impression that you left, and that's where your soul, your body doesn't leave the impression. It's your soul that and spirit that leaves that impression for others. So for that foundation, um, understanding that you are a soul and your body is just a house where the soul lives. And mm -hmm. so with that, you know, soul care is an ongoing work of kind of clearing out the clutter. Um, right. And I like to right. use you know, a house as a metaphor for the body. So when you live in a house, you clean up your house, you clean the bathroom, you clean the dishes, you vacuum, you make your bed. It's just the same with your body. Yeah. You take a shower, you brush your teeth, you comb your hair. But what about the inside? Yeah. No one, no one remembers the inside. It's just something that's forgotten about until there's a crisis or there's an issue. And then we mm -hmm. start to address what is internal. Um, mm. And so in doing that, you know, you have to kind of check what's going on, on the inside. So that's what I, when I mean cleaning out the clutter, it's like, hey, yeah. where within my body or where, you know, in our house, we do spring cleaning. <laughs> You know, right, the summertime right, right. you take out your spring stuff or your summer clothes and you put away the winter and that's when you purge. Why don't we do that for our soul? You know, mm -hmm. we can do it mm -hmm. according to the seasons as well. If it's spring, hey, I'm doing right. spring cleaning. Right. Let me check, <laughs> spring clean my soul. You right. know, what's happening? Well, how am I feeling? If you need, you know, assistance from someone like me, someone like you, soul care practitioners, or even a therapist. That's what we've been trained. That's what God has mandated us for and certified for. Um, 
uh, I think people should, you know, desire to do soul, soul spring cleaning, fall yeah. spring yeah. cleaning, you know, yeah. just to do a check of where you are um, mm. with your soul and spirit. Mm. Mm. Hashtag yeah. soul check. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Hashtag. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Hashtag soul check. I, I, um, I like that. And I, I fully agree with what, um, what, uh, you said from beginning, uh, to end. Um, one of the things that stood out to me is the fact that it is, it's ongoing work, you know? Yeah. Um, and it's, it's, a uh, it's own, it's ongoing work that is not predicated on anyone else, but ourselves. Exactly. Yeah. Um, then what I, what I like to, to sometimes call, we need to work at impressing, impressing ourselves. Now there's a difference between impressing yourself opposed to being arrogant. That, that's a whole yeah. nother, that's a whole nother thing. But we, I think often, oftentimes we don't, uh, we don't slow down enough to actually do that, that check in with our soul as you were, as you're referring to. Mm-hmm. And we don't, we don't do that because this we're afraid <laughs> said it again we're afraid yeah we're afraid you're, you're right and yeah. it's like if i sit down really slow down enough to check in with myself what am i going to really find what mm-hmm. what's going to what's going to happen and i believe that there is the fear uh there is uh, the lack of vulnerability and the need sometimes to control and a, and probably a whole other list of things that goes into why we don't make this a daily practice like we do checking our phone in the morning. Yeah, yeah. I said checking the phone in the morning, you know, because, hey, you wake up in the morning, you have a real good indicator right then and there about how you feel about this day, how you feel based on what you sleep or went on last night, if you ate, whatever the case may be. When we wake up in the morning, we have an indication of what is going on with us. And it is the and it is many times that clutter, that clutter, just like and, and when you when you were talking about clutter, FY, I got this image of like the homes, like those homes that you see on the show hoarders, things yes. of that sort. The, uh, and usually there is, I mean, they begin to talk to those individuals, there's usually some emotional uh junk that's actually there um and if we're not careful we will many times fall into um similar situations it may not necessarily be the physical manifestation of that and i'd like you to talk to a little bit more about with with us about what does the the physical manifestation of not clearing out your soul sometimes leads to Ooh, that's that's (laughs) that's Oh gosh, the first thing that comes to mind is anger. One, mm. um, we become snippy at you know you're just angry at life because yeah. of things that you haven't dealt with, um, and there's shame. You you know, there's all sorts of things. You become lonely. You you self isolate. Yeah. Because, you know, your soul, there's a lot of things that are going on within your soul. And and oftentimes there are situations that have happened to us that are not necessarily our faults or may not be Mm -hmm. our fault at all. But 
you know, we're not living in a perfect world and we're subject to, you know, hurts and wounds and other people. Um, but at some point we can't live in that past. We can't make that hurt, that pain an idol because anything that Mm -hmm. is an idol takes us away from God and God wants to heal us. And, you know, that anger, not only to ourselves, but to others also is to God. Yeah. Yeah. You become angry at God. You become frustrated at him. You don't exist. You don't care about me. You don't love me. It becomes all these things. And then you, you know, you, you take those emotions and you reflect them onto your, your family and friends. Um, And then you don't understand why no one wants to be around you or no one wants to do anything with you because Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. either you're angry all the time or, you know, you're just whatever it is. But once we start to allow Holy Spirit in God in to help us um, do that, you know, do a deep cleaning, it's, it begins the process. And I know talking about other manifestations could be illness. Yes. I've known people who have carried yeah. unforgiveness and it's manifested into, you know, ulcers and tumors and hair loss or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, but you don't realize that holding on to unforgiveness, holding on to hurt, holding on to all that pain, your body can't, it's not meant to handle that. Yes, your body is yeah. meant to process and release, yeah. <laughs> you know, and not to get TMI, but even in daily functions, you eat breakfast, you eat lunch, yeah. you eat dinner, your body processes and keeps what it needs and releases what it doesn't. Mm. How much more your soul? Yeah. But we're yeah. holding on to all of these things. And it kind of reminds me of, have you ever been to the airport where someone's traveling, this is pre-COVID days, <laughs> when, you know, you're allowed whatever excess baggage and you see people like stuff their bags to the brim and then they get to the counter and they're weighing it. And they're like, ma'am, sir, um, you're going to have to take some of that stuff out. And you see them trying to do it in public. And yes. so sometimes not taking care of our soul <laughs> takes us, we explode yeah. in public. Yes. And then yes. we're trying to, you know, your drawers are sticking out from the suitcase and you're trying to push it down so nobody yeah. can see your draw. You know, it's the same right. with our souls. We yeah, get absolutely. to a point where we can, we explode. Right. And then you're right. like, I don't understand where it came from. Yeah, you do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So those are some of the, the outlets of not taking care of your soul. Um, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. They're, they're the dust bunnies. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. It's like those, uh, I, I thought about also too, when you were talking about the house, about those baseboards and the, oh. and the glick, that baseboard, most, if you talk to, uh, most women will talk about that, have a baseboard yeah. story. You know? <laughs> baseboard, don't let, don't let your grandma tell you to take out a toothbrush. And you start cleaning the baseboards oh, wow. and get all the t- no, <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> so you're you're trying to you know you're 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 trying to present this spotless house, 
but there are some some things you haven't touched at all or worst case scenario you might have just take the the, the swiffer and yeah. run it across that but then it ain't doing nothing but putting a whole bunch of dust back back uh, back on the baseboards or there's a trail of it wherever we go and it yeah. just it's the same thing with the soul with trying to cover up. And, I, and I'm going to just say this, FYI, sometimes there are things that we associate with self-care that are a cover-up. Mm. <laughs> They're a cover-up for uh, the uh, wounds that are part of our soul. You know? Yes. Um, I, I, have, uh, I know that part of uh, my own story involves some of that because when you come from uh, circles uh, or society uh, where you're wanting to keep the impression with the society that it is all together. It's all pulled in. <laughs> oh Lord, the Lord gave me the image of like a girdle. Or <laughs> mm. those waist trainers, tuck it all in. Exactly. Yeah. Like a, a waist trainer, the illusion that yes. something is not what it, you know, what it is. So we want it to be all nice, tight, and and uh, no, and smooth, yeah, and smooth. And so we 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 continue to do this throughout life until you until you eventually just run out of space and will burst, you yeah. know, or like the soup burst because you cannot, you can no longer you can no longer contain it. Um, yeah. I want to. You mentioned something about making pain an idol. And that that is, girl, you don't you don't know what you said when you said making pain idol, <laughs> because um, making pain idols comes from this is so good because I, I had a conversation with someone about something similar earlier uh, today with my aunt. We were talking and uh, just talking about the whole idea of of how we sometimes will embrace this pain. And we take it on as an identity. Yes. But I've also seen it where it becomes an identity because it also becomes like uh, a validation, mm. <laughs> you know, from people or, or because, it, you know, people, you know, feel sorry for us or have sympathy for us or whatever. And so we begin to wear these badges. Yeah. <laughs> we begin to wear these badges. And a badge is many times a mask for something else, too, that is going on. But speak to us a little bit more about uh, the, 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 the making pain idols. Ooh. <laughs> That's a, I feel like that bandaid is being ripped off at the moment <laughs> when that, that revelation, I'll use myself as an example. When that revelation hit me and I was like, Oh my gosh, I've been using my hurt and pain, um, associated with my dad as an idol, as a crutch. Mm -hmm. Now I've mm -hmm. gone through the, you know, soul care process with Latara Venice, um, soul care strategist <laughs> um, and mentor. And, yes. she, you know, she's walked me through that process. But it, I find that sometimes even, I don't know, the last couple of months that I want to revert back to making that pain associated with my childhood and my dad. Um, of not being loved as a crutch, as an excuse for where I am or how I'm feeling that, oh, mm -hmm. I'm this way because, you know, my dad didn't love me enough or my dad didn't hug me. And all those things may or may not be true, 
Um, that's from my perspective. But at some point, I can't make that a crutch for me. Yes. The Lord has healed me from it. I need yeah. to let it go and walk forward. Yes. I'm not yeah. saying that I, you know, it's there, but I, it's not, I shouldn't access it. It, it shouldn't be accessible so quickly for me. Yes. You know, it yeah. should be like, and this will date, <laughs> date some of us when you go to the library and you go into the card category catalog, you know, it takes a while for you to find that, you know, little index card to go find your book. That's right. what, it, that's what that right. healing pain should, you know, that the Lord has put it further down the card catalog yes. that I don't yeah. have to go and go search for it, that it, it will take me time to go search for it. Now, I know when we're looking through the card catalog after a while, I'm like, man, I'm tired. I'm not looking for this joke thing. I'll look for it tomorrow. Right. So it should be the same, <laughs> you know, for me accessing that pain, I shouldn't be readily accessing it, that it should take me effort to access it. Yeah. And that's energy that I don't want to uh, uh, ex expel towards that because the Lord has healed me. He's like, okay, I've healed you. Let's move on. Right, <laughs> you know, right. and at like, some point going back to that. Yeah. Yeah. And at some point we need I need to make that progress. Be like, I can move on and not make that my identity. Now we've all seen mm -hmm. men and women that they'll get on stage and you now know them as, oh, that's that person where who was sexually abused. And that's yeah. their identity. Yeah. You know, they don't necessarily always talk about the healing, the progress that's happened since, because that's where they're stuck. Yeah. They're stuck at that hurt and that pain. And that's all that it is that they can't move forward. And so that idol is there because that becomes your, uh, your Superman cape mm. that you're, you're not who God has called you and made you to be without that pain. Right. Right. And God doesn't see you with that pain. So we need to start seeing ourselves without that pain. Yes. It's part of your story, right? but it's not all your story. Absolutely. It's, it's a, it's a fraction, it's a fraction. It's a fraction of, that's not meant to be the frame. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a fraction that's not meant to be uh, the frame. And yeah. so FYI, I'm going to ask you that in these last few minutes that we have, um, how, what are some things that you would suggest uh, as ways that we can tend to our soul daily? Ooh. Um, ways of caring for your soul. Um, you know, we always say prayer and sometimes prayer is hard for people yeah. because they think it's some, it's regulated into some, I don't know, what's the word I want to use? Um, a pattern. Pattern. And it's not mm -hmm. a pattern. Um, yeah. No shape, form, or fashion. Just talk. Yeah. It's just talk to God. Um, solitude. And Solitude is not the same as isolation. <laughs> yeah. Solitude is, you know, getting to a place where it's quiet. You can think if, you know, you like to knit, you know, you can sit in a, in a corner of your house with people there and knit and just 
tune out and that's kind of solitude to you for someone yeah. it could be walking for someone it could be repetition of doing something reading scriptures yeah um yeah. reading you know if you're like okay i'll read the scriptures yes you can also read um i don't want to call them self-help books because <laughs> i always think mm -hmm. of i think of um like books that help you grow help you heal right. um those right. sort of books studying scripture um being you know some of us are artists you know taking a time to draw and just talking to Holy Spirit and be like, Lord, you know, as you paint or draw, whatever it is that you're doing, singing, dancing, something artistic, you know, just welcome the Lord into it. Um, ask him to be there. And, and those are, you know, some of the practical ways to begin um, to care for your soul. But ultimately it's going to take for the, the clutter and the healing that needs yeah. to begin is gonna be getting help from someone external to yourself. Um, right. right. Which, you know, soul care practitioners, uh, a therapist to help that process. Um, right. Absolutely. Absolutely. To, to work. Always and, have the help. <laughs> yeah. And definitely, you know, always going back to the Lord, always going back to Holy, um, Holy, Holy Spirit, reading, yes. you know, the, the scriptures. Um, having a community of men or women um, that will support you that in their same journey in terms of not, uh, when I say same journey, a healing journey yeah. that will support you with scripture and prayer, accountability. So you're not feeling like you're by yourself and then you're not feeling like I'm the only one out there, <laughs> or you find a community that finally understand you that understands you, and you don't mm -hmm. seem so crazy to others when you start talking about the need to care for your soul. Yes, yes, yes. I I, I uh, totally agree <laughs> with you know those things, and I think uh, community, mm -hmm. especially when you know that there's something going wrong is one of the best things that you can do as part of a healing uh journey yeah for for your for your soul and of any any sort even if there's a physical if you broke your toe you do not need to just be on an aisle at home you know just recovering because i because it's in those moments and i've i've witnessed this time and time again that the enemy begins to talk over and we play over what he's saying opposed as opposed to uh reminding ourselves of what god says about us and who he says is and people who are going to actually uh, uh affirm what you know true be to be true about you you know yeah. um do you actually have do you have any um uh a particular favorite resource that you would recommend uh for uh for uh soul care um i know um just as a reminder uh to those of you who are listening fy is a soul care practitioner and so again i want you to take the time to get over to her website at journey to kingdom journey to kingdom um and uh listen uh, read a bit more about the work that she's doing um because 
I am I'm a big believer in in going laying on the couch if you need to. Okay, <laughs> going to a therapist. Um, however, sometimes there are wounds that are bit that may be have a bit deeper or have some deeper bruises. And I believe that the work of soul care is very, very uh, pertinent in this in this season uh, to actually helping people to get free. Because whether we realize it or not, and I know for a long time, I wanted to run away from that. Our freedom is connected to someone else's freedom. Yes. Um, and we need to, to be about the business of getting uh, free and staying free, which is why I asked my sister to give us some of these tips because, you know, uh, unlike going to get your hair done or you're going to have to go get that hair done or go get the haircut in a few more weeks. But if that's so, if that soul is, is, is tainted, it's black, it's got some spots on or whatever you, you there, those are some marks that can be damaging for life. And so the whole idea of soul care is taking care of the inside. Yes. So that if the outside is, if we like to do that, that the outside is a reflection of what's going on inside and it, mm-hmm. it no longer becomes a mask uh, for us. Um, mm-hmm. Go ahead, uh, FY. I know I did a lot of extra talking there. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's okay. I wanted to say one thing or maybe two <laughs> um, to leave with, you know, the scripture. Third John chapter one, verse two, the amplified version says, mm-hmm. yes, beloved, yes, I pray ma'am. that every way yes. you may succeed and prosper and be in good health physically, just as I know your soul prospers spiritually. So yes. scripture, Holy Spirit, Jesus, God, the Trinity is very much it, uh, uh, what's the it, it, it is for us to prosper yes. spiritually yes. just as yes. much as you know physically the whole being he wants mm. the whole wholeness being whole holistic the whole entity of who you are we are not separated before him he sees us he sees me as if while well, he sees you as a kid he doesn't see well, part of Zakia, he doesn't see Zakia's back and be like, hmm, I wonder what's in the front. No, he sees mm-hmm. everything. Mm-hmm. And so if mm-hmm. he wants, if he cares about our everyday, why the, why would he just care about just our physical? But he yeah. wants more of our soul to prosper mm. than the physical. So yeah. just for that, just to remember that God cares about the inside, sometimes more than he does you know, the outside, because as scripture says, the outside will die eventually, but it's the soul that continues to live on. Yes. Yes, absolutely. And uh, as you were were talking, um, I I can't remember the entire, this entire worship song, um, but I, I just hearing he is for us. He is for us. And uh, uh, it's uh, the church I attended in Atlanta, New Life. Uh, they they sing it sometimes. I catch service online. Um, okay. and, uh, and that's just ringing in my head. He is for us. He is for mm-hmm. us. And because he is for us, he's concerned about all of us. And just mm-hmm. like FY said, you know, it's not, it's, this walk is not compartmentalized, you know. Yeah. Um, it's, it's whole that's, you know, the whole idea you hear people new age talking about 
holistic this maybe that started with jesus and god how about amen you know? amen so amen. you know that the, there's a holistic approach to this thing and no we are, most of us don't all arrive at it at the same time yeah. you know but the thing is is that if it's surrendered if we have surrendered hard to god um that he is more than willing and able to take those weaknesses and, and those infirmities that we have um, and, 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 and make them, how would I want to say this? Let us walk in the newness of what, a newness, because that's what I, I know that's what I experienced, a newness yeah. that I'm not known before. Um, and it's because of the fact that I decided to, to yield and give to him. Um, those things that I no longer wanted to harbor on those things I no longer wanted to to walk in. He'll do it. Just gotta be you you gotta be willing to. <laughs> yeah. See, you got me you got me now thinking about this song for back in the day. Um, as you're saying, when you talk about walking in newness, it goes, I have decided to follow Jesus. No yes. turning back, no yes. turning back. I'm not yes. gonna sing you the whole song, but yes. you know, but that reminds me that. At some point, we have to we have to take these songs, these you know, gospel songs or yes. whatever um, that are based on scripture as truth. Because yes. if we don't, then what are we, what are we living for? What that's right? You know what what <laughs> what is anchoring our faith? That's what are right. we anchoring mm. our faith to? My, my, if we my. don't believe what scripture is telling us, yes there's a process in getting to accepting and believing that, but at some point you're just gonna have to just anchor and say, this is what it is. And I'm, it's, it's as sure as the ground and the carpet that I'm stepping on or the bed that I'm laying on or the chair that I'm sitting on. And that's how if we kind of wobble with it. And I, yeah. I, I speak to this because I'm getting to that point, you know, on certain aspects of my life and healing that God has done it. I need to take that assurance as much as I can get in this bed and lay down on my bed and know that the bed is not going to drop or kick me out. It's yeah. the same that I have to take Christ, God's healing of what he's done in my life that he has healed me. Yes. And so yes. I no longer have this issue and that I trust that it's gone. Yes. Just as much yes. as that bed or that chair that I'm sitting yes. in by faith supports me. Yes, that, absolutely. That faith. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I I I also come to know too that uh when when the soul is well, I feel like our our faith as well as what as well you may not have heard people mention it in that regard but I, I i take my faith my faith has like a it has a scale i guess of sorts you know yeah. and if you, you had to you know if 10 was you know 10 was the highest where does our faith fall in that you know yeah. we, take, we, we take a temperature or a pulse check you know and same thing is with our our faith and you know the idea is that we would be growing by faith in this life because the scriptures say that the just will live by faith. And so yeah. if we're not actively living, I don't believe we can live by faith. So it's like, okay, am I actually putting this into 
practice that I'm singing, like you like you mentioned earlier, sis, or, uh, or am I, you know, this word, do I just go for this great emotional high? And then when I leave out the building on Monday morning hit, I'm just, I'm just regular, or, you know, whatever, however you want to define that. Yeah. But you get the picture. <laughs> yes. And so um, we have to continue the ongoing process of working on our soul so that it is so that it the every area of our life is affected by it I, yes. I, yeah I, I can't say that um uh enough yeah yes there's no end I think the only time soul care ends is when you see the Lord face to face yeah yeah so yeah. it's a continuous process what he heals you from today is not, you know, what may come up two years from now. Because um, we're living in this earth, we're subject to all sorts of things. Um, and so we don't know, but he mm -hmm. will remind us of, hey, <laughs> there's a little bit of unforgiveness there. You want to check that? Or there's a little bit of envy there. You want to check that? Or there's yeah. a bit, you know, sometimes you're like, all right, man, yeah. I hear you. Yes, yes, <laughs> you know, yes. But it's yes. always a reminder to, to make us better. And that's what Holy Spirit is just like. I mean, I'm that friend to be like, you know, you're 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 a good person. However, the way you talk to, you know, your friend over there, well, kind of cool. And you're kind of like, oh, all right. I know. How do you want me to, you know, address it? And he'll tell you how to do it. And then mm -hmm. you, the next step you know, mm -hmm. you move from there and work. So it's an ongoing thing. Yeah. Daily. <laughs> daily. <Yeah. laughs> daily is a daily surrendered process. Yes. And so um, I, I want to thank you again for coming on and talking uh, with us this afternoon or this, well, today, let me say yes. that <laughs> with this podcast, uh, because I feel like this is a very necessary and needed conversation um, that um, uh, women in particular need to hear yeah. about tending to our souls just as much as we tend to um, our, our our body and what we put on it and things of that sort. Yeah. And so um, I do want to um, share one resource that, uh, and you may be familiar with this, is a book uh, Latara um mentioned um and it's called embracing soul care mm, yes. making space for what matters most by stephen w king and it is a, a series of devotionals is a really good really really good um good devotionals that in here um that also presents uh questions at the end um that really give you the opportunity to dig in um and i'll be honest with you that as i go through this book uh, i just sometimes have to just stop and breathe <laughs> I just stop and breathe, and and then some of the questions kind of are also a slap in my hand, a uh, slap in the face <laughs> for me. Yeah. Um, but uh, I'm thankful for uh, Latara and suggesting that resource uh, for us as well. And so um, it's in the foreword is by Dr. Gary Chapman, uh, the author of the Five Love Languages, and okay. uh, it's a uh, it's it's a really good book and kind of even helped me with putting that. Ideal the five love languages um, in perspective as it relates to myself. So that may be something we can talk about for a whole nother day. Yeah. <laughs> as well. 
yourself. I was going to say, I really enjoyed um, being on your podcast. It's such oh, a needed um, resource. Yes. <laughs> when you ask me about resource for soul care, this is a resource. So God bless um, you. Yeah. For soul care, for women out there, women like myself, women that, you know, just need um, to be validated through scripture. Yeah. Um, and so I thank you for being obedient and having this resource for women out there. Um, okay. And also Bless for finding me worthy to come on. <laughs> oh, de definitely. You know, uh, uh, I... Uh, I, I listen to, you know, uh, each of us share um, because our collaborative is so powerful to me. Oh, my yeah. gosh. It is so powerful. And I'm so, so thankful to be in community. Thank you, Jesus. With with women who are all working uh, their best with doing it God's way, the kingdom way. Um, and it's not like we're perfect. And I don't none of us are. Well, I call these super holy rollers, you know, mm -mm. Uh, these people who are every day yielding and surrendering, trying to figure it out, you know, with the Lord, you know, yeah. and, and it's been a blessing. Um, it's, it has been a blessing. You've been a blessing um, and put many things in perspective for me um, as it relates to, especially a, a level of vulnerability that I really admire about you um, mm -hmm. because it is a place that uh, I struggle with. Yeah. I, I, I struggle with uh, but I'm very confident that um that that God is getting me there. He's get, he's getting me there um daily. And these podcasts are part of that. <laughs> Amen to that. Amen. They are they are a part they are a part of that. So thank you so much uh for accepting the invitation to uh come on um and be a part uh of the Chief Chat podcast. So yes. Yes, ma'am. Do you have any other uh, closing remarks? Any other closing remarks? Oh, yes. To find me on your social media platforms, I am on Facebook and Instagram at uh, at Journey to Kingdom, all one word, Journey to Kingdom. Um, so it's the same on Instagram, and it's the same on Facebook. And as Zakia had mentioned, you can. Um, Check out my website, journeytokingdom.com. And if you have questions or you want to know more, feel free to email me at soulcare, one word, at journeytokingdom.com. Yes. So, ladies, I hope that this conversation between two queens has uh, inspired you and enlightened you um, and has given you deeper insight to why you need to embrace a life of soul care. FY, thank you again for coming on the Chick Chat podcast. God bless and have a fantastic day. Bye-bye. You as well. Bye-bye.